0: You remember when your life began, dear friend? My life began March 22nd, 1988. I was a 14-year-old boy. Gave my heart and life to Jesus Christ, and death was arrested. And that's when my life began. Well, again, thank you for tuning in. Boy, it's so good to see everybody. Looks like our numbers are in growing online. And uh, keep inviting your friends. Keep inviting those to participate and be a part of that. We want to pause right now, and we want to pray for our country. And we want to pray for our offering. Uh, There was a video, if you're just joining us, a video that we just did uh, this week, a couple of our staff members did, uh, about how to give. And there's several ways you can give. I want to thank you guys who have come by the church and dropped off your offering. We're very grateful for that. Thank you so very much. You can do that on Mondays between 8 and 12 uh, if you would like. You can always mail. We're encouraging everybody to get online and to give online. Uh, giving Online giving, uh, we don't know until the next week, so we're not going to know till Monday what was given last week. That's just the way it, it goes. But we want to pray and ask God to continue to bless uh, you, to continue to bless the church, protect our families all across the United States, and ask the Lord Jesus to bless our time in the Word here in just a few moments. So would you join me together as we pray? Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so very much for the opportunity that we have to be together. Lord, I pray for our offering today. I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you would take our gifts and use it for the furtherance of your kingdom. That we might continue to be able to worship you, Lord, while we are not together right now, but we're together in our homes and we're together through this technology. Thank you so very much for it. I pray, Lord Jesus, your blessings, Lord. Thank you for the children's sermon we've been able to hear. Thank you for that wonderful song that we just sang, and Death Was Arrested. Now, Lord, I pray that as the special music takes place, that you'd get all the glory, honor, and praise and be with us as we once again join around the Word of God as we begin in Psalms chapter 46. And, Lord, we talk about being strong in the Lord. We love you and pray your help today in Jesus' name. Amen. It's red. praise the Lord. Don't need to fear tomorrow. God is already there. He knows just exactly what we need and how we need it. Thank you so very much. For those of you that are our guests, that's my wife and my two girls. I got a grand total of five kids. If you're wondering what a quiver full is, that's it. That is a quiver full of kids. I'm so grateful for my wife and my girls. Uh, What a tremendous song Uh, That is. Hey, Pat Ingram, I want to tell you, thank you. You recognize today being my spiritual birthday. You're exactly right. Uh, I got saved on March 22nd, 1988, when I was 14 years old. You want to do the math, you'll figure out how old I am real quick. Uh, But I'm so grateful. Thank you, Pat, for wishing me a happy spiritual birthday. I greatly appreciate that. And uh, I want to tell you how much I love you. Hey, listen, we're facing a very, very... Uh, told from time here today. and I, I know people are scared, some people are afraid, but there's no need for us to fear. Uh, the Bible tells us that the Lord is in control, and I thank God that He is. I hope you have your Bibles today. If you don't, please go get your Bibles at this time, and, and I'd love for you to get a pen to go along with that. I want to show you various scriptures today where we find our strength. Today, the sermon is Strength in the Lord. We're going to start over in Psalms chapter number 46. In Psalms chapter number 46, we see a beautiful song that was written by Korah, and he is the chief musician, and he's going to sing a song that we all know. We know this song. We know it. uh, We've sung it in Vacation Bible School, and we find there in Psalms chapter number 46, verse 1, these words. God... Is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble? Dear brothers and sisters, where's our help come from? It comes from the Lord. The Lord is a very present help in the day of trouble. I love what verse 2 says. Notice what the scripture says. Therefore, will not we fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea? Man, I'm telling you, in the midst of this hard time that we're in, in the United States of America, God is still moving. God is still working, and God's still taking difficult things, and he's making them into amazing miracles. Just this week, I don't know if you heard, but just this week, uh, we had a church member, uh, Ernest Decker. Ernest had a blood bleed on his head and had a hemorrhage. He was rushed to Brazelton ER, and as he was there, it was looking very bleak. It was a very, very serious situation. Uh, They took him in there, and as they began to work with Ernest, thanks be unto God, he lived through the day and through the night. And as time progressed over the course of this week, Ernest Decker had a miracle happen in his life. I talked to Ernest on the phone yesterday. He has been moved out of ICU, and he has been moved into a regular room at Gainesville Hospital. God is doing a miracle in, the, in miracles in the lives of even our people. He's still in the healing business. Ernest's uh, wife is watching today. Gail, I want to tell you we've been praying for you. We love you. Been praying for Ernest, and I thank God for the miracle that is happening in Ernest's life. Let me tell you what Ernest told me on the phone yesterday as I was speaking with him. Ernest said, "Pastor, I know that all things work together for good to those that love God, and I know that this didn't take him by surprise." And I also know, Pastor, that God used me in the ER. He used me in ICU, and now he's going to use me in this regular room to share the love of Jesus during this time. Ernest, I'm so proud of you. You see yourself as a missionary in the hospital, and I don't know where there needs more missionaries right now than in the hospital. I'm so grateful for God using you. I'm also grateful for God using all of our medical workers and all of our first responders. I want you to know that I'm praying for you. God's working miracles in your life every single day. I am so grateful to be in a church and to worship with a church online that loves the Lord and sees things through the proper perspective. I'm telling you the only way that we can do this is to know that God is our strength. And this morning I want to share with you Uh, Just a simple outline, if you would, about God being our strength and the Lord being our strength. People are relying on a lot of things today for strength. A lot of people are relying on their health. Many are relying on their experience. Some are relying on wisdom. Others are relying just on brute force. And they're relying on many other things out there today. But there is little confidence in these things. Sickness comes. Experience oftentimes births pride. Wisdom at times fail. And brute strength oftentimes give out. Only finding strength in the Lord will give you the confidence you need to get through day after day after day. When others' things have let you down, the Lord will never let you down. Right now, God is working in your life to strengthen your faith to a capacity that you can have a closer walk with Him. Never before have I seen Psalms 23. The Bible says in Psalms 23, He talks about the shepherd. And the Bible tells us that the shepherd makes the sheep lie down by still waters. It's very difficult for a sheep to lie down. They're always wanting to do something. They're always going all around. But the shepherd makes them lie down by the still waters. Do you hear what's happening in Italy? As the waters are turning crystal clear because there's no more activity on the canals, Oh, dear friend, people are amazed at the beauty of the canals today. Even in the midst of sickness, the waters have become still. Listen to me very carefully. This is no accident. This hasn't taken the Lord by surprise. He's calling this busy world to stop and to turn their eyes up to Jesus and to know that he's in control, that we can depend upon him and that our strength comes from the lord. Oh, let me give you three things that I hope will encourage you today, dear friend. Number 1, the first thing I want you to see is the person of strength is found in the savior. The person of strength is found in the savior. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Psalm chapter number 27. In Psalm chapter 27, in verse number 1, David said these words, "The Lord is my light and my salvation." Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Oh, dear friend, listen to me very carefully. The person of strength in our lives today is found in the Savior, Jesus Christ. David was clear when he said, the Lord is my light." Do you understand that? I would take that uh, that pen or pencil, whatever you have, and I would underline that word, Lord. The word Lord there is very important. Because He is the strength of our lives as a church. The Bible says this concerning the word Lord. It means Jehovah. He means He is the existing one. As a matter of fact, the word Lord or Jehovah is the proper name for the one true God. And in thinking about that, we can say this. That the strength that we have comes from the Lord. If the person of strength is found in the Savior, then we can apply this to our lives. Strength comes from the Lord. Where does your strength come from, dear friend? It comes from the Lord. Our strength comes from the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is Jehovah. He is the existing one. He is the one true God. Strength comes from the Lord. Number two, let me show you a second thing. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Not only do we see that Jehovah being the existing one, the proper name for God, we also know that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the God. God, listen, Jesus was 100% God and 100% man. Acts chapter 5 verse 31 says this, Him hath God exalted with His right hand to be a prince and a Savior for the repentance of Israel and forgiveness of sins. Who is this exalted one? He's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is Prince. He is Savior. He is the strength by which we draw from today. Oh, dear friend, during this time of heartache, during this time of trials, during this time of boredom, during this time of whatever you fill in the blank right there, dear friend, know that Jesus is... Is Lord and He wants to have a relationship with you. Then, number three, here's a third application I want to give you today. Our strength is found in Jesus. Our strength is found in Jesus. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 10 says this, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Oh, dear brothers and sisters, the strength that we have in Jesus, the strength that's found in Jesus Christ, came through Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection on uh, on the grave as he died on Calvary's cross and was buried and rose again the third day, and he abolished death, and today we can have the victory because Jesus is alive. I know that during difficult times sometimes we get in a bad place and we end up with the I can't do it, I'm too weak I can't do it, I'm scared, I'm fearful I'm too weak Dear brothers and sisters, listen to me very carefully If that's you, if you've had that kind of day then listen, you're in good company I want you to remember Moses stuttered David's armor didn't fit John Mark was rejected by Paul Timothy had ulcers Hosea's wife was a prostitute Amos' only training was in the school of fig tree pruning. Jacob was a liar. David had an affair. Solomon was too rich. Abraham was too old. David was too young. Peter was afraid of death. Lazarus was dead. John was self righteous. Naomi was a widow. Paul was a murderer. So was Moses. So was David. Uh, Jonah ran away from God. Miriam was a gossip. Gideon and Thomas both doubted. Jeremiah was depressed and suicidal. Elijah was burned out. John the Baptist was a loudmouth. Mary was a worrywart. Martha was lazy. Noah got drunk. And what do they all have in common? They didn't think they could get through it. But God! was the source of their strength. The Lord is who they found their hope in and the Lord's who we're going to find our hope in during this time today. God bless you and amen for that. Let me give you a second thing. Number two, not only do we see the person of strength is found in the Savior, but we also see the passion of strength is found in his sacrifice. The passion of strength is found in his sacrifice. When you're a strong, You're passionate about some things. My wife put a video on Facebook, you may have seen that, uh, of our son. My my son Garrett, my firstborn son, he's been working out. He's uh, got him some muscles. And he's been buffing up a little bit. And he's been doing this box jump. And uh, our counters at the house are are, are really high. There's a video of him him box jumping. He box jumped all the way up on top uh, of the counters. As soon as he did, I said, please get the Clorox wipes out and wipe the counters. Please do that immediately. But it's amazing to watch him jump up on that thing. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. He, he, he's so strong. And because he's strong, he has confidence. You see, brothers and sisters, when we're strong in the Lord, we have an air of confidence. It's not pride. It's vastly different than pride. It's a confidence that we do not fear. We don't fear about tomorrow. We don't fear about today. We know that the Lord Jesus Christ has got this. And because of this strength that we have, we're passionate about some things. We're passionate about taking care of others. We're passionate about making sure that you stay connected to your church. We're passionate about making sure that we stay connected to each other and we pray for one another. The same is true with Jesus Christ. When we see the passion of Jesus Christ, we see two things in particular that his passion accomplished. Let me give them to you if I could. Number one, the first one is his passion paid our price. His passion paid our price. Isaiah chapter 53. In Isaiah 53, the Bible says in verse number 5, But he was wounded for our transgressions. I would underline that. He was bruised for our iniquities. I would underline our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. You see, his passion paid our price. Dear brothers and sisters, because of sin, there had to be a a price that was paid in order for us to have a relationship with God. Jesus paid that price, and he was passionate about paying that price. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh, did you get that? The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. If you're listening to me today and maybe you've never had a relationship with Jesus Christ, I want you to know that the passion of strength that we have as Christians is found in his sacrifice. He died on Calvary's cross for us. He paid that price for us so that we might have eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Number two, let me give you a second thought here. Number two, his passion... His passion not only paid our price, but his passion empowers his people. His passion empowers his people. Uh, I love that old hymn we used to sing. We used to sing that old hymn because he lives. Listen to what the word says. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. Oh, I don't know if you ever sung that second verse, but it's just as sweet. I think about those new babies that were born in our church, in particular that sweet baby that was born uh, to Justin and Courtney, where the hymn goes like this, How Sweet to Hold a Newborn Baby. And feel the pride and joy he gives. But greater still the calm assurance this child can face uncertain days because he lives. Oh, dear brothers and sisters, we can face uncertain days because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds my future and life is worth the living just because he lives. And then there's that third verse. Don't don't miss this. Oh, we used to sing it. Let's sing it again when we come back. When we come back to church, let's sing this this beautiful hymn together. Here's, Here's what it says, that third verse. And then one day, I'll cross the river. I'll fight life's final war and pain. And then as death gives way to victory, I'll see the lights of glory and I'll know he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just. Because he lives. Oh, I love what the scripture says. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but has given us power. It is of power and of love and of a sound mind. Acts chapter 1 verse number 8 says, And you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 says this. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengtheneth me. 2 Corinthians 12 9 says this. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I'd rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ might rest upon me. Ephesians uh, chapter 3 verse 20 says this. Now unto him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Colossians chapter 1 verse 11. Strength with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 5. That your faith should not stand In the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. His passion empowers his people. How are we in passion? I got the Holy Ghost living inside of me. And my faith is able to stand, not in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. So, dear friend, listen to me very carefully, friend. You've got power today, child of God. And that power you have is the power. Just let me give you three. Number one is the power to pray you got the power to pray. I'm calling all of our church members, all of our guests, everyone that's in the sound of my voice to pray as God is your strength. Pray for our country. Pray for our nation. Pray for the sick. Pray for our leadership. Pray, pray, pray. Number two. Here's number two. Here's a second one. Minister as opportunities arise. Minister as opportunities arise. You might be in the grocery store, and people are practicing social distancing. It's all right to say hello to somebody. It's all right to say, I'm praying for you. Uh, yesterday, we were in Cleveland, and we, Cleveland, Georgia, packing up our girls to move back home from college as all of their things have been canceled. There was a gentleman out there loading up his daughter. There were just a few of us loading up as we couldn't have any more than 10 there. And as we were loading up, I just struck up a conversation. I said, sir, I said, how far did you have to drive to get back home? He says, I got about three hours in front of me. He said, how about you? I said, well, I got about an hour uh, depending upon uh, who's driving. If it's me, 45 minutes. My wife might have an hour. I don't know. We're just uh, depending on who's driving. Uh, But we're we're close. And we laughed a little bit and smiled. And I said, I hate this is happening to our seniors. He said, I I hate it too. And I said, I want you to know I'm praying for you. I know I don't know you, but I'm, I'm praying for you. He said, thank you, sir. He said, I'm praying for you too. Oh, dear brothers and sisters, one of the greatest things we can do for one another is pray. Seeing opportunities to minister and just give a word of encouragement and then pray. And then number three, here's the third thing, to share. David did a great job preaching or teaching the Sunday school lesson this week. If you you haven't been a part of Sunday school today, let me encourage you to go to the website. Go to the worship now or watch now and scroll down the page and there's the Sunday school lesson for this week. He did a great job talking about sharing the gospel. Share the gospel when opportunity arises and encourage people in the Lord. Well, we've talked about this issue of, uh, if you would, the passion of strength is found in his sacrifice. The person of strength is found in the Savior. I want to give you one more thing to think about this week so that we might be able to practice. Number three, here's the third one. The place of strength is found in every saint. The place of strength is found in every saint. John chapter 16 verse 13 says this. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak of his own initiative. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. Brothers and sisters, the person or the place of strength is found in every saint. That is the Holy Spirit is residing within us. Within you, child of God, is the person and passion of all strength. God in His love is placed inside of His children the strength to get through tough times. You have the strength to get through. And that strength that you have to get through is inside of you. He's the Holy Spirit. And as the Holy Spirit is dwelling inside of you, He is giving you the strength, He's giving you the passion, He is the person to help get you through. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 says this. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? 2 Timothy 1, verse 14 says this. Guard through the Holy Spirit who dwells in us the treasure which has been entrusted to you. There has been a treasure that's been entrusted to us. That treasure is the gospel. And we must get the gospel out. And what a great way to get the gospel out through the internet right now during this season. Where all over the world people are watching and listening and seeing how the church is reacting to this difficult day. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 says this. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, who you have from God, that you are not your own? You belong to Jesus, dear friend. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be scared of. We see our strength is in the Lord. Romans chapter 8 verse 11 says this, But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Brothers and sisters, I want to ask you a question today. Question number one, I have several. Are you fearful? Are you fearful? There's no need to be. There's no need to be fearful. God holds today. He holds tomorrow. And He holds days to come. There's no need to fear if you're a born again child of God. But let me say this. Question number two. If you were to die today, do you know for sure that you'd go to heaven? In America today, we are faced with the news every day. And in being faced with the news every day, you see the death toll rising all over the world. Italy being the worst. Death is facing us today. I got a question for you. Do you know where your strength is? Is it in the Lord? The Bible says in 1 John 5, verse 13, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. There's no need to fear if you have Jesus. Jesus is our strength. You might say, Pastor, how do I receive that strength? How do I receive that that knowledge to know that when I die I'm going to go to heaven? The Bible says, if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. If you want to be saved today, you must confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. I did that 46 years ago today. I prayed and asked Jesus to save me. I want to give you the same opportunity today, dear friend. Today, if you'd like to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, would you say something like this to him? Would you say, Lord Jesus... I know I'm a sinner. I believe that you are the Messiah. And this morning I ask you to save my soul. Today I repent of my sin. And I trust you as my Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Now I want you to look right this way. I'm going to close here in just a few moments. But if you prayed and you ask Jesus to save you, I would love to hear from you. You can get in touch with me by simply going to our website and going to the email section, the contact us section, and send me an email. My email is pastorshane.mbc at gmail.com I would love to hear from you, and I would love to send you, whether digitally or by mail, a book that I wrote, uh, just a little seven-day journal to help you on this new decision that you made. God bless you, brothers and sisters. And welcome to the family of God, those of you that prayed. Could I talk to my church just for a minute? Church, don't watch the news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Don't you dare fall into that pit of depression. You make sure that you're taking this time to spend time in the Word of God. Make sure you're taking this time to spend time with your families. Praying for our nation. Remember who our strength is. Our strength is found. In the Lord. And the Lord who is that place of strength. Gives us a passion. To not be fearful of what's going on in our day. But to know that inside of us is the place where that strength resides. Be strong. Be faithful. Know that I love you. And it's exciting. To be a part of the church during this time. God bless you so much for t- tuning in. I'm going to send out an email. on Or a video on Wednesday. It will be on our website. Please continue to watch our website. So that you might know more. As to what's happening week to week. I love you. I can't wait to see you again. Remember Jesus is in control. And we're living with biblical clarity. Jesus is our strength. God bless you, I love you, and have a great day.